0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking about the premiere of Moon Knight. It's here. We're going to give our instant reactions with special guest Brian V. Klein. All that right of this ad we have no control over. (music) Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am gobsmacked with that episode. Right? <laughs> and it's also Brian B. Klein. How's it going? Right. Welcome, Brian B.
0: Klein. Thank you for joining me for Moon Knight. I'm so excited to have you on. I know it's one of your favorite comic characters,
1: right? Yes. He's always been in my top three, and I'm just glad that he is making it over to the live action arena. So, Yeah. Well, without giving us too
0: much comics information, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the first episode of Moon Knight and how
1: it like brought your character to life? I like how they focused on his non-dominant character. Like, his the first-person point of view was always with Stephen Grant. It was way off of how they normally portray him, but at least it was a variation of who... I mean, Mark Spector is the core character. That's who the, the main guy is, and how in this one they shifted around. Like, whenever he went to Mark, it would do that weird, like, and then also he'd be back like what the hell does happen so but other than that you know just the depictions and the, the way that it was um shown i just i loved it so i try to keep my comics knowledge a little bit at bay but sometimes it might just overtake me so <laughs> no, Apo- yeah, apologies yeah, to everyone you. for spoilers so
0: <laughs> yeah d- try not to spoil us too bad i you know I, it's it's always a fine line because like comics mm-hmm. context is wonderful but you never want to
1: like be too explicit with, oh, this character dies after this event, you know, like that kind of stuff. And that's what I love about the MCU. I, I, I've mentioned on source pages is that they take a main part of a story. Like with the Hawkeye run, they took the the run, the fraction run, and they used bits and pieces of it, and it was familiar, but it had nothing to do with the story. So at least here, yeah. you don't know. you're never You're, you're going to be surprised always. So that's what I love about it. As long as they don't divert too much from the integrity of what a character is, Mm-hmm. Go for it. So, well, and, and it's
0: such a clever way of storytelling because you're having to tell two different stories. You're going to tell a story that's for the people who don't know anything, and mm-hmm. then a kind of a different story with different surprises for people who kind of know what's coming. You know what I mean? Um, right. It's 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 very difficult line to walk, and I think they generally do a good job of it.
1: Exactly. As long as you keep the integrity of the character and don't change it too much, then you know, you're, you're fine run with it. So it, it'll keep people on their toes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I
0: gotta say, as someone who has only read a handful of Moon Knight comics, uh, I, and, and they were all kind of just like weird. I don't mm-hmm. know. They were not very, uh, I think the ones I read might've been a bad starting place. Cause they were not ground level at all. They were very like in his head, konshu talking mm-hmm. to Mark and stuff like that. Um, this was such a smart way of starting the show. Like I am in on this character of Stephen Grant, like completely in. He's Mm -hmm. funny, he's smart, but he's really, really sad. Mm -hmm. Like multiple things. Like the fact that he is his like dream is to be a tour guide at a museum. That is such a small dream. You know what I mean? And it's being denied him, too. Right, exactly. it's like,
1: you got to be inventory in the gift shop, and that's what you're here to do. And it's just like, people can't remember his name. And it just, it seems like he's not, that character is, there's a level of confidence, but there's no assertiveness. So it's just like, you know, he's just just like, okay, you know, all right. He doesn't want to cause trouble, but he does want to get his way at the end, so.
0: Yeah, well, he seems to be just getting stepped on all the time, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, from the very beginning, uh, you know, he walks out of his house and there's people selling something outside of his door. And he says, yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it <laughs> No, And then him like talking to the golden statue, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so clever. That is such a funny affect, but it's like, it's kind of sweet because he's being kind to this guy. Like he reminds people to give them, give him tips and stuff, but it's also like, yeah you're talking to the one guy who can't run away.
1: You know what I mean? (laughs) And also can't like talk back either. So he's basically talking like he talks to his goldfish as well. Yeah, exactly. So the very same thing. He's very bad at human
0: relationships. Clearly (laughs) like everyone in the story. And and then the one relationship that seems to be uh, blossoming with this, this date, he doesn't know about the date, which I assume means Mark made the date with this girl. And then Stephen was supposed to go on it. And then Stephen missed it because of Adventures of Mark, I'm guessing.
1: Exactly. And I wanted to just chime in with a couple of things. Our friend uh, James Hewing Yoda Hugh, I was chatting with him a little bit ago, and he said one thing, he goes, as being someone that's lived in London, they don't have lofts like that there. So that's a little bit Americanized, what he said, which, huh. is, which is fine. But he also was confused on how the characters don't know, like Stephen doesn't know about Mark. And in the comics, a lot of times Steven doesn't know about Mark and doesn't know about, like, and that's what happens with, you know, when you have DID is that your multiple personalities may not know when another one takes over or remember anything. So that's why, you know, it's, it's evident in the fact when he wakes up and he's got the sand and the tape and he's shackled to the bed and stuff because he knows something goes on sometimes because he even says that he goes, Sometimes I wake up and it seems like I've done my 10,000 steps and I'm exhausted. And You know, then this time they show him that he wakes up and he's in the middle of that field and then he's getting shot at. And he's like, how the hell did I get here? He thinks it's a dream and then it's not a dream. And, you know, the whole thing with the goldfish. So I'm sure it'll all be explained in, you know, it's the first episode, so.
0: Well, I thought it was, honestly, I thought the timeline was pretty clear. We had some people in chat Mm -hmm. asking like, what's going on? Is this a dream or is that a dream? No, I think it's all real. No. And what happened is... (laughs) he i guess went to sleep mark takes over and goes on this mercenary uh mm-hmm. trip to steal the scarab for konshu right. i'm assuming right um and then comes back but w- sometime in that uh, event he the goldfish died <laughs> and and mark tried to replace the goldfish so steven wouldn't notice but and exactly. that's why he had gone to the pet shop and said do you have a goldfish with one fin? And they're like, "No, we don't sell disabled goldfish here." Is <laughs> that like a Finding Nemo thing? Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's all just very much like they're they're just swapping back and forth. Mm-hmm. For now
1: using Steven as the focal point of for the viewer. Yes. And being like like especially when he was in that the, the scene with the mercenary or with the um the cultists where it was just like even when he heard, started hearing kanshu and he's like, oh, the idiot's taken over again, mm-hmm. you know, give him back. And then all of a sudden, you know, because he was sitting there and he's getting surrounded by the, the guards. The next thing you know, he wakes up, you hear that noise, he snaps out of it and his hands are bloody and there's just all the people on the ground. And he's like, what's going on? So, you know, at least I love that aspect where they're 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 giving you hints. Okay, this is, everything is happening. It's all real, but we're not seeing the full aspect of it. We're just seeing it from Steven. Until the very end scene when they're in the bathroom and he's, you know, attacking or he's uh, fighting with Amit's jackal guards. And just that's when we finally see Mark take over as, you know, Moon Knight. Yeah. So, man, I thought so that was good. great.
0: So, so good. Like, I'm, I'm 100%. And just knowing nothing, if I knew nothing about the story and I, and I know very little, just, it's just you're on a thrill ride and it's like a horror story. There's these very creepy mm-hmm. elements. Um, the hallway scene with with um, Khonshu walking down the hallway is is terrifying. And then mm-hmm. the uh, what what did you call the dog that he has to fight at the end?
1: It's those are representative of because he's already mentioned that um, Ethan Hawke's character is like the judge of Ahmet, who's another one of the right. Egyptian gods. And they usually have the jackal guards, jackal
0: guards. Okay, I should know the name of them. So that that jackal guard scene, where like. He's, like, creeping up behind him and just in the corner with his glowing eyes, like, creeping towards. That was terrifying. Halfway through the show, I was like, Alyssa is going to love this, you know? I was Mm -hmm. like, my girlfriend is absolutely going to love this show. And then we got to those scary scenes,
1: and I was like, never mind. She's going to hate this. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, yeah, this first episode is very psychological without going too, like, too weird on it. Like, you didn't want to go full out. Like, I was glad they didn't go, like, full-out Legion with this, where it was just, like, you have to watch the show and then mm-hmm. listen to someone talk about it to watch it again. It was very linear and very, like, okay, you could figure out what was going on. So, it's very much, you know, out there for everyone to watch without it being too cerebral.
0: But you should watch the show and then listen to someone talk about it. I'm just saying, yeah. I think that yeah. seems still
1: seems like a good idea, <laughs> even though it's not necessary. <laughs> No, I mean, that's good to do with anyone's anything to see what, you know, a lot of times you hear multiple people's interpretations of things and be like, oh, okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, I was just teasing that they should listen to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you should always (laughs) listen to any podcast on the network. So (laughs) That's right.
0: That's right. Um, So... Okay, so I love Steven, just absolutely mm-hmm. love him. I think they establish his character wonderfully. Those scene those fight scenes you mentioned where he just like shows up bloody, like they they skip the fighting, which is so clever because it just shows you, you know, we've seen this before in other, in other media where like the camera cuts away, you see someone do something badass or you you see the result of someone having done something badass, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, either like the body there or you'll see something like in like those those the horror movies, you'll see the attack starting to the happen they'll pale away, and then you might see a little bit of like blood splatter go off so right exactly keep it a little bit keep the gore out of it, but yeah that that's how I thought they did great, and especially in that when they were in like the bizarre the the fight scene where it was just like you saw the aftermath of it, there was a lot of blood, but they didn't show any of the way that it got there, so
0: well, I think you know. we're gonna get that though I think the idea oh yeah, I think the idea in this was just like. It's that setting up of a character before they're on screen. So Mark and Moon Knight, they wanted these characters to have a lot of weight and strength behind them when they first Mm -hmm. show up on the screen. And so Mm -hmm. we just sort of get like, it's like you feeling the wind before you see what's actually coming. You know what I mean? You're feeling the effects of the character.
1: You're setting up the dichotomy of Steven and Mark, where it's completely different. It could be... And I've seen some people mention this or ask this in the chat. And it's been used sometimes is that Mark is using Steven as sort of an escape from his other mind. But in some, most of the times, it's like when you have this, you don't have control. But, you know, you're seeing it from that main aspect. I loved how you didn't see it at first until the end. And then when you finally did see Moon Knight, Mark's back there in action, he just took that guard out like it was nothing. Yeah, you know, because when he when he got the robes on or the gear on, and boom, he was just on the ground, done.
0: I got the sense that they didn't have control, but yeah. it seems that like Mark figured out the situation long before mm-hmm. steven did. It seems like Mark right. is smarter, more savvy, quicker than steven is. I mean, he called. They call him the idiot over and over. <laughs> Khanjuk keeps right. calling him the idiot.
1: Mark's the alpha mind. He's the main person. He
0: has the upper hand for sure. And he has mm-hmm. he figured this out a long time ago. So whatever Stephen's doing, think Stephen thinks he's sleepwalking. I think he mentions it earlier yeah. in the show. So he's just like strapping a thing to his leg, and Mark's Mark's probably waking up and going like, "Yeah, I know it's his birthday or whatever." Like he's probably figuring out the code because he's like a whatever. He he he's a mercenary. They say this episode. So man, I just think this this first episode is amazing. I'm pumped. What do you think of the? Um, ethan hawk character
1: i like him he's not he's sort of an amalgamation of a couple things i'm familiar with but having him being sort of like that judge of amit with the the, the tattoo that you know the scales tip depending on if you're good or evil yeah. and just having that type of power is kind of cool and the fact that he when he does it to mark in the museum sort of like the entryway there was just like you know you have so much chaos in you it doesn't know if you're you know, it was just the scales were going back and forth, not yeah. making a decision, so
0: I thought he was gonna kinda get away with it because he was Steven right. and Steven's a good man. And so I thought he mm-hmm. was gonna weigh Steven, but then and Mark might be a bad guy, we just don't know. You know, I thought that's what they were going with. But I really like mm-hmm. the the idea of he he weighs him and goes, You have chaos in you And then the right. fight just begins. Oh man.
1: So And they good. also alluded to something too when he was talking and they showed the the picture of Amat on the, the pillar there where it was sort of like she was betrayed by the gods. And I'm thinking that that could be the link of Kanshu could have been one of the ones that betrayed him. So, or betrayed her making it be like, since he is a representation of him now would be like tipping it to the bad side. But since there's so much, you know, chaos, like they said, it just had no way to, to choose one way or the other. Yeah. 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 Agreed. So, um, yep.
0: All right. Well, anything else about this episode? I, we're doing a real quick short take today on the, uh, as we always try to do on these instant reactions, but uh, it is late and we both have to be mm-hmm. up early. So Yep.
1: any other thoughts on, on the first episode? I um, just can't wait to watch it again after work and just be, uh, it was fantastic yeah loving it so far oscar isaac and that i mean just the 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 way that he played both characters you only saw the one character the mark at the end but him playing steven was you know i thought his i i I can't judge his accent very well but i'm assuming he sounded well enough like a a brit to you know Mm. pass muster that way so
0: yeah someone said it in the uh chat that oh my gosh oscar isaac was wasted in star wars and I was <laughs> like, yeah, he was. Like, Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor, and they just didn't do that much with him in Star Wars. He's, I mean, he's good as Poe. No. I, don't, I don't mind him at all. He's just, he's not no. doing anything intense. And this episode, he does amazing things, and we've only seen one of the characters so far. You know, we saw uh, just a second of Mark. You know, we still don't know him. I'm really curious right. what they're going to do with the second episode. Will it pick mm-hmm. up from here? Or... Will we see it from Mark's perspective? Like, will we see it, some of this stuff from Mark's perspective? I'm, I'm curious if they. I'm sure. I'm curious if they'll go back and, even if it's not the next episode, at some point will we go back and see things from Mark's perspective?
1: Exactly. And if they do, I, This is definitely going to be one of those shows that if I see something pop up in my feed saying, "Check out this clip from next week's episode." Nope. Yep. Nope. Staying not going to see anything. You know, just let it roll out because I think this is going to be one that's going to have a lot of surprises and just, you know, keep you on your toes until the end. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I hate to cut it short. We might go a little longer next week, but uh by the way, we are going to be doing this every week, Midnight Moon Night, mm-hmm. uh, right when the show drops at 2 a.m. Central uh check your local listings <laughs> but right when the show <laughs> drops <laughs> we'll, be, Same. we'll be guys senior.com that's S C E N E R.com com slash stranded panda um and we always do if you go to the stranded panda chat on Facebook we always do a, an event for it and everything um so just go to senior.com slash stranded panda and you can watch it with us live we're doing a little chat while we're watching um and on top of that uh then we do the live Podcast immediately after on Twitch at like three in the morning. So, uh, yep, we'll be doing that over the next, I guess, six weeks. Do we know how many episodes this is for sure? Six. So, yes, yeah, so we got six. five more times
1: of this. So, so man bring it
0: on. So freaking good. Well, we'll be back really soon, guys, because we've got Morbius this weekend. Um, yep. I i think we're gonna tr- maybe try to have something up Sunday ish, uh, for Morbius because I think that's the earliest I can watch
1: it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quick plug if you wanted, we just did on, on the source pages. Podcast which myself and Haley do. Haley Hobbs, we just dropped our Morbius primer that we cover a, a run in uh his first appearance in Spider-Man. So nice. If you want to learn before we also did a three episode run of the Lemire Moon Knight from 2016. So you may want to listen to that maybe after the show's over, because I'm feeling they're they're pulling a lot from it. But again, none of the stuff that Marvel does in the MCU directly takes stuff from the comics and gives you it verbatim. It just gives you the highlights and then it gives you a different ending. So you're always on your toes and you know, know what's coming. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: thank you for joining us. And yes, please check out source pages, everybody. Uh, it's the, uh, it's the reading collective podcast where they read all the stuff that we love, uh, all the source material that we love um mm-hmm. the movies and shows of so you can either if you're a reader you can kind of read along with them they always like do a good job of planning because haley is the best mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh and they always plan out really well so you can kind of treat it like book club or yep. you can just like join and like kind of listen in i, I normally do that because i don't really have to don't have time so i'll like just come and listen to the episodes and get an idea of what the uh happens in the books or whatever um yep. awesome thank you BVK, for being here Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely, we'll be back soon, guys. Peace. Later. Until, Until next, next time, time. <laughs> true <laughs> believers. <laughs>